everyone, and welcome to episode 328 of Fans of Power. I'm Joe Amato, and I'm here with my partners in crime, Nasty Nate, Nathan Kennedy, and Rebecca. Well, God, here we go again. Rebecca McDowell. Why do we do it to her every week? It's something I, about her name, I guess. Just Because I'm just, so used to wanting to say, you know, Rebecca Cox, but, you know, I forgot. Uh, yes, she's uh, married, so going to the new McDonald, a.k.a. Yeah. new. Too many oh, syllables, man. Too many syllables. Right, but we have a special <laughs> guest, which I won't butcher his name, Florian Bertmer. <laughs> Florian, of course, <laughs> he's like, you might have butchered that, show. But uh, Florian is known for, obviously, for the Master Universe fans, the stuff he's done through Mondo and the amazing art on that. But he's done a lot more beyond that. But before we get into, you know, just hitting all sorts of questions and rambling, Florian, tell everybody a little something about yourself. Uh, my name is Florian Bergmar. Uh I've been the artist for the Mondo series since 2018. Uh, I was born and raised in Germany. I've been living in the States for, I think, like nine years now. Um, yeah, I started doing uh, art for, like, punk and hardcore bands in the early 2000s. And I did a lot of record covers. And from there, I kind of got into the movie poster scene. Um, and now toys, you know, I've always been a Motu fan, so this is perfect fit for me. How did you uh, get contacted by Mondo, by the way? I'm just, I'm curious how that came yeah, about. Um, that happened, oh, that was a long time ago. I think 2010, they reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to do a poster for, um, Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you seem like the right guy for that. And, um. So that was my very first Mondo um, poster. And, you know, ever since then, we've been working together, you know. Because yeah, really- I, I mean, because there's been a lot of things. I mean, we've seen like, uh, I've seen Swamp Thing, Hellboy, yeah. Hellraiser. Like somebody's like, man, it's just so much cool stuff. And that, that's why yeah, I wondered yeah, yeah. how, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. It's, it's. I mean, it's it's wild. Like the, you know, through, through Mondo and the movie poster, you know, all the stuff that kind of, you know, where you connect with people. Um, you know, if you had asked me 30 years ago, like, would I ever be doing stuff for massive universe? I would have said no, you know? So yeah, every day. I'm, and that's the thing. You're an actual masters of the universe fan. You know, it's not like you were just seeing it. It's like, oh, that'd be fun to draw for that. So that's why I thought it was cool. It's like, did you kind of request, like, I'd love to do this stuff or just because you were already doing stuff for them, they said, oh, we'd like you to do this. Um, I, I to be honest, I don't i think back in 2017 i already knew brock who at the time was running um the masters line at mondo he was the head of the toy division and i told him hey if you ever need someone from masters let me know you know and yeah and he reached out to me he's like hey you want to do it i'm like yeah of course um and it's it's actually no joke one of the very first drawings i did i was four and a half or five i did a crayon drawing of skeletor in one of my dad's books which terrified my mom so much (laughs) never got skeletor as a kid early on right she's like oh no you're not you're not getting the no no that's a bad influence well here i am you know obviously I could see that being the thing if uh, she sees that drawing in the book and uh, just that whole hysteria back then of that it's demon stuff and oh the kids are gonna join satanic cults. And I think it was in in the back of like a Peanuts or Charlie Brown book, which is like the most positive thing you can imagine. (laughs) It was like a 
crown drawing with like Skeletor and his like blue. <laughs> hey, you said you were in Germany at that time, correct? Yeah, yeah, I was born and raised in Germany. Okay, um, because I'm curious how like you know, I, I mean, I know there was a lot of stuff that continued in certain magazines that they had. So I just wondered like how the impact of Masters of the Universe kind of was in Germany and for you, oh, growing massive, massive, massive. Like Europe, like if, if I know the first couple of times I went to PowerCon, I was like, where am I? I thought I was in California. All I heard was Europeans left and right. Really? Yeah. I was uh, checking in. All I heard was like, Klaus, Klaus, come over here. I was like, where are these Germans? <laughs> it was like all of Europe seemed to be there. So it was it was massive. Uh, I can only, you know, say what it was like in, in, in Germany. So it was really big. And you know, like did you have, I mean, a ton of the figures, a majority or like, you know, like how much? Like me as a kid? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I never got Snake Mountain, which was a bummer. I had Castle Grayskull, the Fright Zone. I think I had thirty plus figures. Okay. I think you know Battle Cat, like all the you know the classics. Um, some stuff I remember never seeing as a kid. Like I don't think I ever saw Scared Low. No, no kidding. You know, or Clam Champ, never saw. Maybe I was out of the line uh, by the time they rolled them out. You know, but. I mean, or the, the, the Titans, you know, never saw those. Oh, the two gi Giants, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. never had those here either, which sucked. Yeah. When, yeah. But, I mean, it, it was massive. It was it was everywhere, you know, kids' magazines, and, you know. You still have any of the, the magazines or anything from your childhood? Um, or? No, I wish. I wish. Like, um, I honestly don't have many toys. The only toys I kept from when I was very little were – the Kenner Star Wars toys. Oh, you wow. know. Unfortunately, some of the expensive ones I sold at flea market. Like, you know. Oh, like, oh, who knew? But yeah, I, yeah. you know. Talk about regret. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I have a few masters toys, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, and I've seen a lot of your other work, in which I'll just pass it off to Nathan, Rebecca, whoever wants to jump in, because I know they both have a lot of questions, because seen a lot of your stuff through instagram and other parts of media and it's incredible but it really ahead. is thank, thank you thank you thank you well i like just the the varying uh styles that you have like you look at what you do and you're like all right that that's florian but you put your own spin on all the different genres so like you have swamp thing and nightcrawler like you, you you're all over the place you do really good work we actually already had a question in the chat that i figured i would go ahead since you mentioned it earlier on when you were talking about uh yourself and how you got into everything uh what punk bands did you work on um let's see um i think one of the earliest really big ones i did art for was a band converge they're not a punk band they're a hardcore band okay right um and it's that was in like the late 90s um so i would just write to people i was a hardcore kid in germany i would just write to people and you know like find out find out their address when hey i want some shirts and i ended up making some lifelong friends that way you know they're like hey uh, you want to do a shirt so that's how it kind of got started, yeah. you know. Um, I did not many punk bands, more metal and hardcore bands, I would okay. say. Like Agoraphobic okay. Nosebleed, um, Converge. Uh, I did stuff for Napalm Death. Um, I just did something for Danzig, which was a blast. Um, I did a poster for the Misfits, some European yeah. tour. Oh, no kidding. Um, yeah. 
Stuff Which like was that. the one that was uh, featured on Conan O'Brien? Wasn't there one? Oh, that, where... was, um, that was J.D. McPherson. It's it's very like it's very rock and roll. Okay. You know. What uh, year was that, by the way? Because I mean, it must have been cool to see your art being kind of. Oh featured. yeah, that was a trip because I love Conan <laughs> O'Brien. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, I think that was like five years ago. Okay. I noticed I've 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 become really bad at like everything seems to be like two years ago at this point in my life. <laughs> like, no, dude, that was like 10 years ago. So time kind of flies, but doesn't. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, once you've, you know, you, you got a family and everything and I'm sure that just makes time go by. Even oh, faster. totally. Totally. I know Rebecca has been doing some research on you. Cause she oh, was, yeah. I wanted to just know, like, who were your influences growing up? Like other artists, <laughs> artists wise. Um, well, one of one of my very first influences, uh, especially when I started art in the hardcore scene, was Pusset, who did, mm. um, you know, all the art for Metallica. Uh, he was probably my very first, like, conscious influence. I'm like, I really love what this guy's doing, you know. Um, but that was that was more of the, the starting point, uh, I would say, like. Other people that have influenced me is probably uh, Mike Mignola. Always loved his stuff. Ah. Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Darrell, Hard Boiled, and um, Big Guy and Rusty the Boy Robot, um, Mobius. Um, and, you know, the obvious ones like Frazetta. Like, yep. you know, like who doesn't love Frazetta? And which is also why I love the old. Um, art for Motu because a lot of it was very much inspired by Frazetta. You know? Very much so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say those are my, my biggest influence. Oh, and I love Art Nouveau. You know? Like yeah, Alphonse I can Mucha. see that, that influence in your artwork. It's absolutely stunning, your artwork. And I'm not just saying that because you're on here. It's. <laughs> I first noticed your artwork when I got the Merman figure and... I was just so like blown away by that art style, and I was like, "Who is this person?" I looked it up because that was my first Mondo figure. All right. And so I looked it up because I was like, "God, your artwork is so great." Well, thank you, thank you. And then Joe's like, "I yeah, I know that guy. I talk to him all the time." <laughs> like, and he did. He didn't tell us that. Like, he's like, "Ah, that's right." You know this person. Uh, yeah. How, <laughs> how did uh, how did you two like? Joe, what did you, did you reach out to Florian or like how did that? Oh, he messaged me work? on Facebook. He's like, Joe, you're the most amazing person I've ever met. Him. He's like, how the hell do you know so much about my mask? No, <laughs> shit, I can't. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. He's like, yeah, that happened. He's like, let me sit up before somebody gets struck by lightning. No, it was I mean, it was it was through Instagram, but how was it? So, yeah. yeah, and I couldn't remember like who messaged first or how it came to be, but how did that come to be? It's like your mind and my mind sometimes might slip. I'm trying to yeah, think. it was probably. I don't recall to be quite honest. Probably just yeah. like, hey, probably, probably said something along the lines of like, hey, really like what you guys are doing with your podcast. Yeah, yeah probably something like, like that. that. And then you know, start talking about the art and everything. It's like, yeah, I gotta get you on the show because it's always cool to try to pick somebody's brain as well. Because there's gonna be things we'll ask, and I don't know what you can answer and what you can't. Yeah. You can't, you know, you don't have to. But I mean, I mean, like at first, I guess with one thing, when you are doing, you know, the the art posters and the package or whatever it may be. How much of that, because I, I usually ask this almost of any artistic guest, how much is you and how much is Mondo saying we'd like you to do this based off of the figure or in this pose, or how does it mm-hmm. come about? I think early on, uh, like the very first 
couple figures uh, when Brock was running a lot, and he had more of a direction for me. Like I would say, like the very first He-Man, like uh, like this one for instance, this yeah. for the very first, like that pose was pretty much he wanted. You know, like do a pose like that, right? And um, later on, it became more of a a thing where I would suggest a pose, right? Or I would have a really specific idea. I think around the time um, uh, Man at Arms came out, uh, it was more of a, I, I was taken taken over a little bit more in terms of uh, direction. And ever since then, they're pretty much sent us a sketch and, you know, looks good. Or can you change this a little bit but they're pretty pretty much letting me do my spin on it which is incredible you know and it's also very rare um but i think it it really helped the art uh, like for instance when i did uh man at arms uh and um i was able to put like like tiny bits in the background have more fun with it you know like you see uh, Stratos getting uh, getting like mugged in the background somewhere, kind of like you know, like, like you it. know, when I'm sitting there drawing, it, it takes so long sometimes. I'm like, all right, let's keep this entertaining for myself. How about I put a funny thing here in the background? <laughs> you know, no, it's surprising because I know some are very strict of just wanting you to stay right in some kind of guideline of not adding too much, not doing something that really derives that changes or goes away from just a simple pose looking kind of just like the figure or not wanting to add stuff. Because, like, you know, sometimes when people will see a picture, they're like, is this a hint at something? Meaning like, OK, Hordak, for example, yeah. I think in the background, isn't there Mantena and Leech? So I know a lot of people are thinking, are they coming? But, you know, it's stuff that we're well, Maybe I'm planting seeds. Maybe See? not, you know? <laughs> I mean, obviously, like when I when I draw something like that, I'm like, oh man, I would kill for Amondo Moduloc or or Leech, you know? Yeah. Oh man. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna draw him in there, you know? Or the the new He-Man, um, uh, the new He-Man art, where I put King Hiss, like from the back, you know, you see him and Rokan in there. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Because yeah, and I guess that was another thing I was wondering is, okay, how the line first started, especially when you look at, well, He-Man and Skeletor, they're really different from what we kind of know. And it was like a new artistic take. <laughs> some people really flipped over. Some thought, mm, you yeah, know, yeah. Now they're different. And now, as you see, it seems like the they're looking more like what we used to know. Was that yeah. on purpose? Was that from fan feedback? Did they want to go in this direction or they've uh, never really said I think I think when the line started out, it was more um, more art directed by the art director at the yeah. time, right? Um, he had a very distinct vision of it. He wanted it to be very very different in in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. And I respect that. Um, and I think now because uh, so much has changed, and you know. Uh, in terms of who is, uh, uh, you know, running the line and everything, it's they're obviously also listening to what people like, you know, because like I, the way I see it, uh, what good is a toy if 
no fan likes it. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Right. Right. Uh, um, especially that's why it, it was so cool. They decided to redo He Man yeah. or like do a different take or a more traditional take. Um, and as as much as I like the first He Man, you know, there's stuff that me as a as a hardcore old school fan, I like the new one more. Yeah. Yeah, and we've seen that with I think the way the fans responded. I've never seen a response like that for a He Man figure. So many people said that's got to be the greatest looking He Man figure they've ever seen, and well, especially with those yeah. options mm-hmm. to display regular. Thunder Punch and uh, Battle Armor. You know, it's it's yes. cool to have that option. Some people even bought three. You know, well, and I it, think yeah. I think it helped a lot. Uh, also, how they decided to approach the pre-order as opposed to just having a set amount that would sell out instantaneously. Have it to where it's like, all right, you have one day if you want to put your pre-order in and do that. So I'm glad that they sort of course corrected not only the the looks of these, but just the approach that, hey, if there's that much demand, let's give everybody what they want. And I, I really like that a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked because, you know, there's so many people who missed out on figures. And I get it. You know, it's frustrating, you know, when you're trying to collect and then you have to go to eBay. Yeah, you know, Scareglow with Nathan. He was lucky enough to get Scareglow. I wanted to choke him. I was like, "Come on!" I still don't know how that happened. Which one did you get? The first version or the The second second version? version. The second version is what he got. Uh, That really uh, boiled me. I I didn't think it was gonna be that easy. I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to add this to the cart. The website's not Uh, gonna cooperate, and then it's gonna, it's just gonna be gone because it's just happened too many times, and it just how it went through like that." Uh, that's probably the only time in that sort of uh, how things are laid out with that, because I know Hasbro Pulse does stuff like that. Everybody's doing that thing now. I, that'll probably be the only time I, I managed to. Lady get Luck was on him. Yeah. <laughs> it was on him that time. I, I didn't even know there's videos on YouTube where someone is filming himself trying to buy a Mondo Motu toy. Oh really? Yeah. Oh there's yeah. There's a couple yeah. of those. There's a couple of those. I'll have to look it up. I didn't see I need that. to watch those. I, a lot I'm of assuming it doesn't go well. Buying, buying the and new D-Man and everything. Yeah, I think there was one for Hordak, and yeah. that one worked. And the guy was super stoked. And yeah. then there's one for I think it was Scared Glow, and he was just, like, you know, <laughs> all like moment, huh? <laughs> So I'm, I'm I'm glad they decided to do the you know the timed edition, you know? And what do you, what do you think? Decide, I mean, was that factor? Do you think because they realized that my God, people really are going, I don't think they expected this kind of fan feedback when the line first started and it grew so much, but it has to be that demand. They figured, okay, let's give 24 hour windows or more. I think, I think PowerCon 2021 was a big game changer um, yeah. because for one, that was the first time that Mondo actually had a booth there. Right. And we did the we did the talk and you could tell that people responded, you know, to the line. They're like, yeah, we want more, but make it easier, you know? Yeah. Right. So I think that definitely helped. Um, yeah, I think that was probably the the main thing, you know. And um, um yeah, and luckily, I mean, I I I talk to the guys all the time. And you know, so I'm like, hey, people are asking about do a do a timed edition, do you know, do it for a day, do it for two, and they're like, you know, 
people are asking for it in the forum. They're all right, yeah, 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 okay, we're we're gonna talk about it. So luckily, you know, they listened to the to the fans. You know? I'm glad they did. I mean, it's it's is this definitely maybe something going forward with every figure, or is that something you don't know? I don't know. I would hope so. You know, I'm I would I would. And this just guesswork on my end. Um, I would imagine that there's probably going to be some uh, where they only make a limited amount. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 let's say you have a super limited one for Paracon, but I think it, it's it. I think uh, hopefully from now on it's going to be time editions. You know. Okay, it would be great. I mean, especially when we're looking at something like a Battle Cat that's coming up, which we know oh, will be oh, a little yeah. pricier, but we know it's going to be worth yeah. it, whoever has it. And people would probably, their brains would explode if they can't have the opportunity oh, yeah. to buy it. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, that thing is nuts. It works, because I haven't heard anybody complaining that they missed out on the Shira or the He-Man, because they've had it up for such a big window that everybody... I haven't heard of anybody missing out on it because it's such a cheer was up for what two days. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, plus, plus the, I'm like, the, the minute so. my clock hits twelve, I order it. <laughs> but I'm not taking any chances. Like the scare. Well, the whole like payment options is also a big yeah. plus. Yeah. You know, because I mean, they're not cheap. You know. Mm. So I guess that is one thing. Now, um. Was it an accident or on purpose with She-Ra coming out so quick after He-Man? Because that was one complaint I heard from a lot of people as they said, God, I, I just paid for He-Man. I, yeah. I honestly do not know. I honestly don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, it just, you know, for in case they're wondering, and I'm sure, like I said, I know Mondo, you know, they listen to the fans and they understand what they're saying. And it's not out of anger, but definitely to maybe just stretch it a little, just just a little bit more. But otherwise, yeah, I know yeah. tons of people that got cheered. I'm sure I mean, she sold fantastic. Keep, keep in mind, like, ever since ever since COVID, um, all the, all the, you know, the everything's been so messed up, like the supply lines and the factories. Yeah. You know, and, and I just hear it here and there a little bit, but sometimes, uh, like, like, hey, we need the art like next week. Otherwise, the factory is not going to be able to do it on time, and it's going to be half a year longer. So everything's really weird right now. Uh, still, because of the the aftershock of COVID, I would say. Um, so maybe that factored in, maybe it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because I was trying to wonder the pace of the months, how it you know normally was, but is has it been announced, or do we know what would be coming next, or is this something possibly we're going to find out at San Diego Comic Con coming up here? <laughs> Comic Con. Our Power Con. Um, that I do not know. Um, I think you know what? It's a bummer because I think if Power Con hadn't moved to where are they now? Ohio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm positive Mondo would have definitely said, "All right, see you there." As of now, I don't I don't know if they're going to be there. Mm. I haven't heard anything. Personally, I'm super bummed because it was really close, close to me. To home, yeah. Yeah, you know, like well, go to Disneyland afterwards. Or yeah, but we'll... see now, now all of us mm. East Coasters don't have to to go all the way across the country. You know? So it's a shorter <laughs> trip on our side. So you had you had your turn. <laughs> You had you know, came here. You can go to Disneyland. Uh, or, or, <laughs> hey, we got Disney over here too. That's right. Get, it's get right in Rebecca's backyard. Day, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. 
Hmm. You get around to Cedar Point in Ohio, so you can go to Sandusky. See the Cedar Point? That's got some good. They do have some great roller coasters. We, we gonna go to Joe's favorite Popeyes. Yeah, sprites are breaking out. Nothing but the best. I'll, I'll treat you guys real good. But um, no. As for um, back to San Diego Comic Con now. Uh, what day is that gonna be? Or the the weekend? Or like what is it? Three days? Four? I, I'm trying to remember. Twenty first or twenty second. I don't even know. All right. And I'm, I'm assuming whatever was shown at PowerCon and sketch form and stuff like that. Is there any hint of we might see figure form of this or what you're doing here? Wait and see. <laughs> okay. All right. Like I said, if you can't do it, I, I understand it. All right. Have you seen any behind the scenes stuff? Did, did you see Ooh. some good stuff? <laughs> you see like three red dots on my head? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the commando exec. He said right too much. Take him out. Yeah. Exactly. Don't flip the camera around. But go ahead, Nathan. If you had, <laughs> go ahead. I, I think there's going to be some like really exciting stuff going to be shown at um, Comic-Con. You know? Okay. Are there lines ever you guys... Um, do you know if like... I know I've seen you do some other horror things and stuff, but I mean, any thoughts of maybe ever Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Halloween? Do you know if they're ever looking into things like that of doing some? Oh, like boy wise. Yeah, and Mondo, yeah, that style of like you know this size. Um, I don't know. I would, but you know what? I would imagine because there's so many, you know, Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth toys yeah. already out there. Mm-hmm. I would be, I'd be more interested if they took on. Leprechaun, yeah. critters, stuff like that. Give us oh. something different. How crazy! That would be, be crazy. Awesome. We gotta get some critters. There's that no would leprechaun be... figures. Yeah, leprechaun. Years ago, I, I I can't remember if it was Soda was the company or what the name of this. It might not have been Soda. It was a, another company that showed a little leprechaun figure prototype at one of those comic cons. That was back in Toy Fair days, and he came wow. with the well. That, like, oh my... that that may have been soda toys though. was it because, uh, it may have been because at that time they had a lot of Toxy. they were doing all kinds of, they had Toxie, they Toxy. had dark man they had uh one of the werewolves from american werewolf in london like yep. the dream sequence the the nazi werewolf thing. was it posable or was it like a little no he's gonna be a little figure thing. that actually moved the leprechaun was gonna be a posable figure and then the line just got canceled but now oh, i'm okay. curious because florian sounded like you were ready to get into something else when you said we already seen halloween friday the 13th so what do you want to see horror wise if they were to ever do some stuff horror wise oh that's a good one um you know what i haven't thought about that um are we talking one six scale like the mono ones yeah, yeah. i mean it doesn't matter or, I mean, I think, but because I well, because Mondo, be cool. aside from doing the one six scale, they do a variety of other little like types of figurines or statues. Yeah, that's and other. That's true. Hey, yeah. that's just... some, wait, real quick, I did remember something—a question that somebody asked me—and I thought the reason that Mondo wouldn't be able to do this is because of scale wise. I know that certain companies have the rights for certain sizes because some people are so banana nuts for that mm-hmm. He-Man that just came out along with everything else. They said, "Could you imagine seven-inch style figures?" looking just like the big Mondo ones. They said they'd be the perfect seven inch, six to seven inch, but that's something that Mondo probably can't do because other companies are doing it or what? I think, I think, um, well, the fact that Mattel is doing their own seven inch line. See, that's, you know, they're going to be like, nah, 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 nah. That's you what know? I figured. You know? Right. And it, quite frankly, there's so many, I think there's so many sizes out there. You know, there's a classics, then there's a the masterverse. I'd I'd rather have them stick to the large format. 
You know? Oh, I love that's it, but I mean, same, I guess that's what makes it special and different to me. Masters yeah. hasn't been in that scale before, mm-hmm. so they're offering something new as well as these brilliant new designs that they're just blowing every other company that's doing Motu right now out of the water. Well, let's go to here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is. This is all usually people talk about. I mean, it seems like Mondo is handling Masters of the Universe better than anybody right now with any of the figures. Mm-hmm. These are the ones that are always getting people. They're so the new hyped. classics in in my book. Yeah, and it's well, like that's a, that's a big compliment. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know if we'll ever get to how many figures did Classics have? Three hundred. Oh boy, it was a, it was it a was lot. <laughs> no, it was a lot, and I didn't know that this would go this far. I figured it was just gonna be some specialty, maybe make six. That's it. But the line just keeps continuing. Whoa. But what I love is just the absolute love and detail to the faces. Like when we're talking about He-Man or talking about She-Ra, and the thing is, it seems like sometimes. When they're smaller, I don't know why, especially if they show it at a prototype at a San Diego Comic-Con, and then we finally get that seven-inch figure or six-inch figure, the faces look off. And especially for some reason, yeah. they butcher the female faces all the time. But when I look at stuff of Mondo, it's like, they don't butcher nothing. This is It's perfection. It's like there's nothing wrong with it. I think that's what people get hyped about. They just look so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I lost my train of thought. I want to. We do that some... all the time on the show. Okay. Um, Joe does it all the time because he's old. Pretty old. Um, No, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, I remember going to Target and I saw some of the current toys out there, and I'm like, "Oh, that looks cool." And I look close. I'm not gonna say which line it was, but I'm like, "Ooh, what the heck happened to the face?" You know? Yeah. Yeah, just like it's like all like weird. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Play-Doh. Like, ooh, what's up with the? (laughs) You know. Or the, the, the paint job is off. You know, the eye is kind of like one is to the right. side. Oof. Well, that, that's probably, I, I would assume, just because of the mass quantities of those as opposed to, like, Mondo having a set amount. And that's, that's what's better about it. It's like, yeah, you're paying more for it, but the quality alone is worth the price. Yeah, I mean, I, re- I remember when, uh, when they told me how many parts the original Man at Arms had. I think it was over 300 parts they had to assemble. Mm-hmm. Like all the wires on the on the armor and the, it's ridiculous, you know. Wow. Uh, but the end product looks incredible, yeah. you know. Yeah, because I know a lot of people sometimes were questioning the prices, but I was like, there, there's a lot of things that come with each of these figures. I mean, a lot of interchangeable parts, a lot of extras, and the weapons and. I mean, you look at Hordak having Imp, you look at, you know, Kyle coming with She-Ra, and that's, that's a big piece. And I know that the molds to make each individual piece and stuff to create that is not cheap to make each oh. special head and mold. And- yeah, it's like several hundred thousand dollars from what I've heard from other people. You know, it's it's ridiculous, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of them. I mean, Rebecca would know probably more of some of the other figures because I only have these two, but... I mean, like, Merman, Rebecca, is there a lot of stuff with Merman? Because I couldn't even remember what came with half of these. Um, yeah, they all come with a bunch of stuff and a bunch of different parts, especially, like, he was saying, Man of Arms, he came with the most, I think. Yeah, yeah like, it has to be, like, on there by people by hand and then painted. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. Is that a meticulous, and, like, airbrushing they're doing? Is that what they're doing with most of those figures? Or, like, how is that? I, Cause, I, I do not know. Um, from what I know, I think every everything's hand-painted in the toy factory. Okay. You know? Um, but I, I'm, I'm no expert. That's mm-hmm. only stuff I remember from 
you know, talking with the guys. But oh, I was going to say, um, um, I remember what I was going to say. You, Joe, you were mentioning that you were um, positively surprised how long this line has been going. And I honestly, like, you, you know, I got to credit the, the fans and the people collecting it because when the line started, like, shortly after, like, two years in or like a year in COVID happened and so many things happened. And there were so many times when I thought, Oof, you know, is the line going to continue? But thanks to the fans, you know, who kept it going, you know, and now it's, I would say better than ever, you know, it definitely looks like it. No, I mean, it's great. I, I remember when it was first, the line first debuted and I seen the stuff, how nuts I was going for. But I was like, I know I can't afford this, but I remember kept promoting. I was like, if you have the money, get it. And of course, I always pick on Nathan. I was like, if you're rich like Nathan, go ahead, get as many as you want. But no, I mean, it's it's a line that yeah, Now's your chance, Joe. Just take your shot. Just ask Florian, like, what you got to do to just get the rest for free. <laughs> exactly. Oh, by the way, I, I got I to gotta give credit where credit is due. If it weren't for... Uh, Mikey Bonanno and Hector Arce uh, from the toy department, you know, they kept the line going throughout COVID despite, you know, against all odds, you know, if it weren't for these two, you know. No, what is their role? I mean, what was it that, you know, that they have behind, you know, the Mondo? They were the, uh, Mikey was a creative director for the toy department. Uh, He's no longer with Mondo, but Hector Arce is. Okay. Uh, You know, he's a creative director of uh, toys and collectibles. Or toys. Um, so these two dudes single-handedly and, you know, and, um, you know, they carried it through COVID, so to speak. So so they just didn't give up. They seen that there was a... Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, we want to make sure this gets out. And, you know, they were like so many times. I'm like, oh, my God, is, is my trap jaw design ever going to see the light of day? Yeah. They're like, eh, we don't know. Like, you know, but... <laughs> Well, that's great good. that they kept it going and that they didn't give up because I'm sure things can get quite scary, like especially during oh, yeah. COVID, you know, that had to be nerve wracking. Oh, good. Yeah. And Rebecca, I interrupted you earlier. I'm sorry. I know you were going to say something. So uh, I can't ahead. remember what I was going to say. Two hours when I did. Yeah. Well, um, we, we did have one question uh, from Simple Tricks and Nonsense with uh, John was going to join us and be there with Rebecca. Uh, how has the acquisition by Funko been? Because so, that that's pretty uh, new. Yeah, I mean it's pretty new so far. I can't tell much of a difference okay. because you know, as far as Mono is concerned, it's still the same people. Right on. You know, so I think it's a good thing. Oh yeah. Um, I am. You know, I've I've heard people say, "Oh my God, Funko's taking over." I'm like, yeah, so. I mean, it seems like they're still letting them do their own thing, though. Exactly. So yeah. That's what's important. They're yeah. not. They're not getting their. Yeah, it's not like they're you know, taking the people out and just like you know keeping a name. So uh, everything is still the same. Um, if anything, I would say it's probably gonna help all the mm-hmm. toys and you know because mm-hmm. Funko is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everywhere. Um, so I think it's a great thing. Will it still be the banner of Mondo, or would it change to Funko? Do you know? Like, would the yeah. future figures? I think it's still going to be, excuse me, um, Mondo. You know, because okay. I mean, the way I see it, why would you, if you know, if you buy a company like Mondo, why would you not want to yeah. keep Mondo 
way it yeah, is. Yeah, because it's an established yeah. brand at this point. Exactly. Because yeah. I, I remember years ago when it started really starting to catch wind on the internet of because primarily then it wasn't the mondo wasn't so much in collectibles it was all about the movie yeah. posters and that's what drew me in all those years back because i i collect movie posters so i would see stuff drop and i'm like oh man that would be beautiful to have but then it's like if you're not there it's gone you know and yeah yeah now, yeah. now they've kind of changed that a little bit to where things are on the website longer for the best but yeah like it's it's a well-established brand, so uh, even if Funko wanted to, it wouldn't make much sense because it's like it's it's been there. It's a stat. People know what that is at this point. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I completely agree. Like, and I think you know the Funko people are smart. Yeah. They know what they're doing, and you know they're they're going to support Mono and you know keep Mono the way Mono is or supposed to be. Maybe improve it. I don't know. So, I mean, that's, I guess that's the thing I was thinking too, is like, I don't know how much if they're going to try to change any of the business model, meaning we know that Mondo, the majority of the stuff is, well, it's sold online exclusively through their site, but would Funko ever think, hey, maybe we could try some of these at specialty retail shops, or is that something you don't know if they'd ever even think? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, but, I mean, I would guess because Mondo is known for limited collectibles, I think it's, it's going to stay that way. You know, I don't think you want to see Mondo posters in Walmart, you know, put it bluntly, you know. So I think it's going to stay the same. Um, All right. But again, I have no insight. This is just guesswork. So. Yeah, because Nathan was there talking about those posters. I, I admittedly, I was like, well, check out some of Florian's work and see what maybe some stuff's like on eBay. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, yeah. If you if you miss out on those Mondo posters and you try to do eBay, man, like you're gonna you're gonna pay a good price for them. Yeah, eBay is uh yeah, yeah. It is what it is, you know. It is what it is. I mean uh I just tried to get my son who's super into Top Gun right now. Okay. He he's like, I want an F fourteen. I'm like <laughs> F fourteen? How am I gonna get that? He's like, I want a big one. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you guys, you guys better start like, drawing more, man. Oh what? You better, you better, you better get to drawing more. Sell more stuff. <laughs> Put more t-shirts up on your website. More designs. Which yeah. I've looked at those. And I, I like that style a lot too, and what you do with that. I, I really enjoy those designs. Thank you, thank you. I'll have to. I'll spend, say, I, I looked up um, a Hasbro. G.I. Joe fighter jet that just put off a pre-order. Like, well, maybe I'll find on eBay. Well, it's already like three times as much. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're not getting that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. so you, you could probably get some knockoff at like Walmart or something, I bet. What was that line, Joe, that you were talking about ages ago where it's like the, the big set that had stuff in it and was really, really cheap? Do you remember oh, that at all? Yeah, I'm trying to remember, but it was at Walmart. They yeah. literally downed the, one of their toy aisles and it was like almost in a the kitty version, but it was big stuff. I mean, they had a big like helicopter, and then a a truck that went inside and had like. Oh, oh yes, I've seen those. Yes, yeah, they're only fourteen ninety nine. I'm like, they're so it? big. Yeah, yeah, and they have lights and sounds. I was like, what is going on here? It's like your kid. Honestly, I think my mother in law got this one exactly that one for my son. And we were like, <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> like the wingspan of the helicopter is. I kid you not. It's big. Yeah. and he was just like. Papa, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll help. Fall it over. That's great. You probably thought she spent a bundle though when you first seen it. I know, you know I know. Like, I I don't even know how they break even. Like, 
like 20 bucks with them, something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's the stuff that just fascinates me. Like, how can yeah. some of these companies release something so cheap? It's like that had so much stuff, but you're right. That's for your kid. He probably had a blast, but I guess, yeah, I didn't okay. realize he'd probably fall over. <laughs> but it's funny. Like every time my son comes in and he sees the mono toys, he's like, tries to get him. I'm like, Ooh. smack his hand. No, <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's super into Scareglow. Yeah. Yes. What's this? Uh, like, oh, that's Scareglow. He's like, oh, he glows in the dark. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I see him in back of you, too. I see that Scareglow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Scareglow. There's a Keldor test shot, the gray one. Oh, yeah. Like, can we see that test shot? That'd be, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So this is the one um, they sent me when I was doing the art. You can, oh, cool. you can still see the blue of the Skeletor body underneath. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is what I use for reference to do the art. Do you get um, you know, like those samples for every piece of art you do, or sometimes you have to? No. no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wish. I wish. I. I mean, usually, usually I get photos, right? Okay. Um. So the thing is, um, obviously you you've seen those incredible uh, product shots that Raúl does, right? Yeah. Um, his stuff is incredible. It didn't help me getting toys in time for drawing because the once they have a toy like the Painted Master, they send it off to him so he can take the photos. And I think he's in Spain. Okay. He, you know, it's pretty far away. Um, so by the time it's like, hey, can you start the art? There's never any toys for me, so mm -hmm. I have I only have photos to work on, you know. So is that the only test shot you have? Is that one there? That's well, it's the pretty cool. One. They let you keep it. You know, yeah, I heard test shots yeah. are pretty worthless, so I'll get you some coupons for that for Popeyes. Right. You want to do a trade? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that head sculpt. That's, that's really cool. How long does it, like when you get those, or when you get the reference shots and everything to, to start your drawing, roughly about how long of a timetable is it from when you're starting to completion? Is it something that you just dive straight into and, or, or is it very meticulous and a lot of second guessing on your part and that's not good uh, enough and redoing? Well, usually, usually around the time they ask me to start on the art is I'm the last link in the chain. Okay. You know, they got the photos um, and then they're like, okay, we need the art for the packaging. And then, you know, I, I get photos. They send me as much as they have. Um, I remember for He-Man, I got photos of the um, 3D sculpts, uh, the actual photos that Raul took. I got a few, um, so that helped. But usually I have a couple of weeks to do it okay. at best. Um, he, the new He-Man art took quite a while because I'm, uh, I'm incorporating all three versions. Mm. Right. So uh, if, if you... So this is this is the size of the originals um, when I started out. But for the new Heman, I can only show it briefly because I'll get in trouble. It's yep. it's twice the size. Okay. I had to uh, go twice the size because too much going on. Um, so that one took a lot longer. Um, but yeah, usually the what takes longest is the basic sketch where I make sure. I catch as much detail of the actual toy as possible um, because you all know, like as a kid, you you 
you get a toy, you see the packaging art, and you're like, oh, it looks incredible. Then you open it up, and it's just like, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. so I I try to keep it as close to the actual product as possible. And that's what I was going to ask: was that you or kind of them? Because I mean, I know you keep it as close to the product as possible. I, because, yeah, you know, because sometimes you'll see that with. It, you know, other companies, you might have art that looks nothing like the toy, which makes you think, huh? You know, sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse, but yeah. I know yours is close to it. And I didn't I know think, if you were I, I think, I think that is my personal preference. Like, I try to be as accurate or, you know, as representative of the character I'm drawing as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, um, once you start inking, a lot of it changes, so I'd rather make sure the the initial sketch is very, very close, um, you know, to okay, the... I like it, because my prime example is, like, when I was growing up, I told you, um, Ram Man was an absolute let, a letdown for me, because I remember the cross-sell art, I was like, look oh, at this yeah. muscular behemoth, and I got the figures, like, what is this? I mean, it was nothing, it was squonky, it was weird, it just, it was horrible, I was like, I hated that figure. Absolutely hated it. So I'm glad you're doing what you do. By the way, you know, you can put this in towards, you know, uh, Mondo and stuff. Make a gigantic, awesome Ram Man. How badass would that be? That'd be badass. That? Yeah. That'd be fucking badass. I, yeah. It's, it's funny because that was like our running joke between me and Brock, um, you know, the original uh, art director. Uh, he hated Ram Man. Yeah, I don't know why, but he freaking hated the character. Um, so much so that I always tried to, like, include Raman in art. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, if he was being just a figure, I understand where he's coming from because I like Raman. I just hate the figure, but I just... but I mean, the way I see it, wouldn't it be cool to have a Raman that looks like a like a like a freaking linebacker? You know, like That's a, what me just he's gotta be yeah. a like a burly dude who probably has some kind of brain damage from all the <laughs> he's he's hitting that head a lot. Make it look yeah. like he can bash through walls and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. a. Like an old school rugby player, just like a yeah. big beefy, you know. Gritting his teeth, you can have you know different heads, just like he's intense, ready just just. Yeah, destroy. I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I don't know, but would you make him somewhat smaller? No, oh, he's got to be just he's got to be big. Have him is bigger, just form. You know, don't have him just jump. He don't have the option of blink then bloom. Just have him big and have him intense. And and tell Mondo never release Stratos. What a horrible figure. Just never release him. No, do you release Stratos. Awesome. Yeah, Joe, Joe is a Joe big Stratos detractor. Uh, no, no, now see, this is going to be hilarious because Florian can't say anything, but it would be brilliant if like Stratos is mean, the next one in the line. I hope they Stratos because I love Stratos. Yeah. We, I, we like. I think a cool take on Stratos would be awesome, and they should have definitely a put a weapon for him because yeah, I don't think see, the original yeah. Stratos had a weapon, right? Can I like... say something, Florian? Let me have a rant. This is a joke. <laughs> no, this Joe, is why I come no, up. Yes, Rebecca's ready for this. This is why I hated Stratos. He was the most bland, boring, craptastic figure of all time. He had no weapon. He looked like garbage. I was like, oh, I can play with him like this. This is great. It sucked. I was like, give <laughs> well, him a weapon. Hey, hey. At, least, at, least he could, at least he could fly. He wasn't mechanic. Like hey, poor Mechanic. Oh, he's picking oh, on Mechanic. Oh, my name is Extendar. I can make everything larger. No. Don't you pick on those. Those are great characters. <laughs> no, uh, Stratos, yeah. If he could look intense and get some additions. You he know, looked like cool, he's... Joe. I agree he, he needed a weapon, but he looked cool. Rebecca I love the, the gray, private. the blue. Just to let the... you know, Rebecca told me in private that Stratos sucks. She really did say that. But anyways, yeah, give him a weapon. Give him some more intense looking armor, some different stuff. He could be good, but please, for the love of 
God, just don't have them look bland like that vintage figure. And you guys will be good to go. Watch them appear at San Diego Comic. I mean, I would I would say lean into the whole flying monkey look. Something. There you go. We'll see. I mean, yeah. And then you got, and if you guys ever get to Modulock, you imagine those interchangeable parts and having them look just vicious and snarling. Or but can you imagine how much that will cost in terms of mold? Yeah. Uh, Rebecca oh, will pay anything to get that for me. Her and Nathan combined, they'll, <laughs> they'll pay it up. Oh, I'll get, get one for me. myself, Joe. I'm not, I yeah. Well, yeah, let, me, let me ask you guys, what kind of figures would you like to see? Oh no. Oh, my God. oh boy. Oh boy. I'll let them go first because you know I'm gonna rant. But either of you go, and then I'll... Wait, I'll you're going to rant? Oh, rant. Rant. You're going to um, rant? Clamp Champ would be awesome. Yes. Agreed. Clamp Champ. Fisto would be badass. Fisto. Cobra Khan with some alternate heads. One oh, that has yeah. a spray like the mist out Ooh, of the mouth. The one with the hood open. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, man. Squeeze would be pretty... Uh, just with the... Yeah, do better. Squeeze. Oh, gotta have a I, I, no, Florian. You know, not not big you know in the squeeze. Huh? I guess it is I, a good I, thing Tyler I, isn't here this I week. I do like the character, but squeeze the toy. I remember. I never had it, but my friend had it. It was such a bar because the heck I even with that guy. He's like the oh. long floppy arms all the time. Uh, you know how yeah, I yeah. actually displayed them? Okay, cool. I left them. I have left him in the same pose that I had since I was a kid all those years ago on the same <laughs> shelf. He has his one arm at the top going this way, the one at the bottom go that way, so it looks like he's doing an S. That's how I had to display him because – right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, if he had his arms like this, he'd fall over. He couldn't pose or he would be standing on his hands like that floating in the air. I see what you mean. It would be a – that would be a headache of a Mondo figure. He'd probably yeah. look cool, but – he would oh, probably I agree, follow. But, uh, yeah, I yeah. would rather see. Uh, what was the name of the guy with the? Uh, you know, it kind of looked like Medusa with the snake face. That's my favorite snake. <laughs> snake man. I mean, yeah. that one would be really. That cool. would be yeah. great. Right? I need a Tila. Yes. Tila? Yeah, with the guys. snake headdress and everything. Yeah. Tila, Evelyn, you got to get them. Well, you definitely have to get them. Yeah. Some more. My God. Um. You you might get your wish. Let's put it that way. You know. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I I think they mentioned that at um, the park on 2021. You know, like I think they did. Yeah, that is definitely going to happen. You know, the god, the green right. goddess version, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, John you know. says many faces. So many faces, mm -hmm. which and that's cool. Yeah. Yes, uh, I, I would like to see a many faces with a really heavy Jack Kirby sci-fi vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that'd be right, because I think the original figure was kind of based on prototypes they did for a Jack Kirby toy line at the time, right? Was it something like that? Uh, that would have to be. A I know joke he went question. through a lot of different versions. I I didn't remember that. I mean, that's a possibility, but I know there was different. You know, yeah, I, I remember reading that Mattel planned to do a Jack Kirby uh, toy line, and that never happened. And they kind of, you know, yeah. since they already did so much work. For that they kind of like use parts and you know incorporated that into characters like uh many faces and stuff like that huh? mm -hmm. yeah. no I actually that's one thing that actually went over me that's i mean get, ninja at, would be an awesome character i could make this chair and everything you got ninja you could do uh oh my god I, I, i'm just cyclone oh god cyclone would look awesome but i think ninja would be so cool i mean He's, he's an underrated character, but when people see him, I mean, he does look very stealth, looks very badass. You're, so you're cool. the second person that brings up Ninja. I'm like, Ninja? Really? 
See, okay. that's what I mean. There's people out there that they love them. There's always those cult characters. There's no, no, I'm saying only two people love them. Oh well, 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 there we go. Up, time to get off the podcast. Not okay. hating on Ninja. Not I was. I was about to. Yeah, I was this close to. See, I'm the wrong person to ask because I mean I want it all, but I mean there are certain just absolute cult ones which you've already hit the cult ones, especially by doing Scareglow and like the first Scareglow release. It was cool, but admittedly the one that Nathan got is like, oh my god, that that is the one that just hit it. That one looked fantastic. There's so many. Yeah, cults I mean I like I like I like them both. To be quite honest with you, you know I really. Um, I really like them both. Uh, I would definitely want to see a character like Whiplash or Clawful. Yeah. Oh, they could look great. Yeah, no? Clawful especially would look really. Yeah, awesome. that'd be that'd be that'd be dope. Um, the Sorceress that'd be great. Got to do it. Yep. You know, you gotta uh, do all the horde though. You do have to get Mantana, Leech, and Grizzlar. You have to get. Those I know. Done. I, I know. I mean, Octavia would be an awesome one because nobody. Yeah, but that would also kind of it would kind of be like squeezed though. You'd run the which, possibility which of I heavy. included in the Shira art. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, she would be cool, but nice. it's almost like Nathan said too. A lot of those extra appendages and weight, it's just oh, she might be a fall victim. That might be a factor. <laughs> but I mean, now uh, that most of but them. But you could pose her like standing up on them, like Doc Ock and stuff. It'd be uh, fucking awesome. I could. Uh, uh, just thinking. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I definitely want to see more horde characters. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to see the uh, the horde troopers. And oh, the... that's army building like crazy. You do that, and, and weren't those that... weren't those tea like either teased or kind of was wasn't yeah, there something yeah. about horde troopers? Were. Yeah, they were they were teased at Park on twenty uh, twenty one. Oh yeah, we did say that because I was like, oh my god, that could be the perfect army builder. And I remember saying that's one that they definitely shouldn't have just one day sale. Yeah. You got to lower the price. Don't have too many accessories. Really, that <laughs> I listen. Hey, Mondo, I'd be listen. happy with just one. I'd, I'd I mean, be happy with a lot. Because I'd, be I'd only have so much room on my shelf for, for these big things. It'd still be cool. Army builders oh, God, it have would. the money. It would. I, absolutely. But... If I could afford it, I'd get a bunch. But That's I would I'd recommend... be happy with one. No, really. And I mean, I definitely would too. But I would recommend to Mondo, maybe on that character, maybe dial back the amount of accessories. And maybe if the price was a little lower, people could be inclined to buy multiple ones. Because, I mean, it, it would be one people go nuts on. Just like they did with the Vintage and Origins when it came out, people were buying. They'd love their army builders. That's true. That's true. And more steeds? I mean, is there a possibility that Panthor, since we already have Battle Cat oh, coming? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, he, he was confirmed. He was confirmed at PowerCon. Hmm. Was he yeah. see? Oh, it I was so long ago, though, you know? It's yeah. like everything's a blur. Actually, I actually didn't Panthor remember Panthor. That's definitely terrible. confirmed, you know? They should make this one character called Copycat. There's this one guy named Joe Amato that came up with this concept <laughs> of a, a cat called Copycat for. No, and I, no they didn't, Joe. <laughs> that, that was all Mattel, Joe. That was all Mattel. Oh, well, there went that. Okay. I mean, that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be pretty rad. It actually would be, though, to be honest. He I mean, would be awesome, especially in Mondo form with the actual cybernetic damage and the stuff. I'll send you some pictures of the real Copycat. <laughs> okay. I'll send you some real all pictures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all for that. Oh god, no, it'd be awesome. You know what I see? There was another thing I seen on your Instagram that I thought was cool. Beyond Masters of the Universe, and I can't even picture the thought of like you know when I'm joking about copycat and I see people doing an homage to that, and I've seen a lot of stuff. But what's it like as an artist to see somebody have their entire arm sleeved with your art? Because I seen that on Instagram, somebody that had all your art tattooed. Oh, wow. on the it's, yeah, it's it's completely wild, especially because. Um, 
growing up, I had a few friends that actually were tattooers, and they would always give me so much shit. Like, dude, I don't want to tattoo your stuff. It's too many lines. Like, it's no, I can't, you know? So I can't even imagine what the poor people that had to do these designs said to the clients, like, oh, no, no. You know, so, I mean, it's... It had to be mind-blowing. It must have been a great film to think somebody, you know, with your... Like, I'm sure growing up, you never thought somebody would probably go so nuts for your art that they would want your art. Not saying your art's bad, but you understand what, what? I mean? Like, whatever. No, that's not what I meant. It's not like I'm, you know, crabbing. I'm like, hey, your art's Gotta go. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's when you're kids, you're doing art, you'd never grow up to sure, think, I'm sure, going to be sure. an amazing artist, and one day somebody's going to put all of my art on their arm. That just had to be nuts. Oh, it's 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 wild, you know. Like it's one thing if if you know your close friends do it, mm-hmm. you know, and then someone you've never talked to, it's like, oh, by the way, I got your art from this record or that movie poster, you know. It's especially funny when people ask me on Instagram, like, oh, is it okay if I get that tattooed? I'm like, yeah, dude, it's your arm or your your body, oh. man, go for it, you know. Uh, by all means. What uh, what what all do you have? Because I I noticed you got like a bunch of tattoos. This is like most of it is like twenty years old. Almost. Okay, it's like a lot of it is like old school inspired stuff yeah. that I, you know, kind of like redrew. Any egomaniac stuff where you had your own art put on yourself, like put. I mean, my I, art I, I I mean all the stuff I drew <laughs> myself, but it's based on traditional oh. stuff. You oh, know? Okay. oh, that's cool. So, so yeah, I mean. This, Silly stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I got like like an like an Elvis Presley GCB from when I was like when I was twenty. Yeah, <laughs> that, that'll be cool at the time, and then you get older. I was about to ask: Are there any of those at this point that you kind of regret that you're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have done that? Uh, I mean, the way I see it, you know. I mean, there's a few, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, do it like this again? Probably not. But am I ashamed of it? No, I mean. It's, it is what it is, right. you know. Right. It's like a, you know, a, a document of a period in my life. So I don't think too much about it, to be quite honest. So I remember telling Joe, I was like, dude, I was, I think I want to eventually get a tattoo that's Masters of the Universe based, just for more of the fact that it would represent doing the show with everybody for so long. And Joe was like. You should you shouldn't do that, dude. Uh, do you have any other tattoos? I'm like, yeah, I already got one. Then he's like, oh well, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Is like, you know, he had tattoos already. Go ahead. But I was like, I don't want his first tattoo to be something like the chain of the show. I was like, yeah, if you ain't got it on your body, don't do it. Who cares? Wait, but that's something Why? that's important that like has meant something to me. Oh, that's terrible. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I would say people usually spend that much time thinking about what they get to for the first one or two tattoos. Yeah. After, after that, after just that. Like, yeah, whatever, just get it on there, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember my very first one. I was like, oh, what am I going to get? Oh, it's going to be so meaningful. Yeah. And then later I was like, oh, that's funny. I'll do that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, uh, well, I guess uh, spoilers. I have an appointment. I'm going to be getting another tattoo in September. I'm not going to tell anybody right now what it is or where it's going to be, but... Well, didn't it, you say in the voicemail that you sent me there was going to be a picture of me on your, like, you know, right peck or something? I thought you ass. said that. It's going to be <laughs> on my ass. <laughs> oh, that's all right. And do you want well, it to... Do you want it to be your actual face, Joe, or just modulock? <laughs> yeah, well, better be, yeah, well, I don't know. Well, hey, if it's well, my actual which face... Which one's uglier? 
well, you can't show my real face, so you can't show my face on you either. So it's mm. always going to stay hidden. That's true. Um, well, I was going to say first, I want to see if anybody in the chat did have questions for Florian. Anything you wanted to ask him? Is there something that he can do? Sure. If not, he'll say he can't get to it. But I mean, definitely, we're still going to want to have you cover some more stuff that you've done or things that you've worked on. And of course, to plug yourself at the end of the show of everything you got in any of the pages. Yeah. But there was there was another thing I noticed. I mean, you've done some stuff um, skateboard related too, right? For some yeah, stuff. yeah. No, um, stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, I did stuff. Um, the first skateboard related stuff I did was for Creature Skateboards years ago. Um, I did stuff for Element Skateboards. Um, I did a few designs for the Tony Hawk computer game. Yeah. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Um, I just finished some work for Santa Cruz Skateboards. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I grew up with skateboarding but i personally i was never good at it i was actually really bad but i always loved skateboard as a medium you know yeah um and the town i grew up in munster in, in germany uh actually started the skateboarding world cup in the 80s so it was always a huge part of my city so all the pros from all over the world would come to to my tiny little town in germany you know so there was always that connection I guess that was the thing I, you know, I assumed always, hey, just skateboarding is real hot. And, you know, the United States, I forget that. Yes, it can, of course, be anywhere. It was something I guess I never thought of. Like, how hot is oh, skateboarding? Oh, it, it is massive. Really? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I work with a company, they're called, they're called Skate Aid. They build uh, skate parks all over the world and, you know, places in uh, all over the world that, you know, are really poor countries like Africa, even Afghanistan and like, you know, areas that were destroyed by war and whatever, you know. So it's cool that it's it's gotten to a point where you can actually help the kids, you know, stuff like that. That is pretty cool. No, I mean, that is. Joe, um, did, you, did you ever skateboard, Joe? We talked about that before. <laughs> I can't picture <laughs> Joe Amato you know I, being a skateboarder. Okay, no, I mean, I was not, a, just to let you know, I was never a troublemaker. I, I mean, I always say that. And then when people say that, they say, well, that means you were, but I wasn't. Mm. But I remember I always tried, I, I never was able to afford big ones, you know, those big wide ones. So I remember there was like these real thin ones that you seem like you'd always fall over on there. I mean, they were super thin. So I'd try and I was always usually falling. Then I punked out and we had this thing and we use it now to actually move stuff around like a trolley. It was this <laughs> long, it was this long skateboard, but you pulled back the handle. It's like plastic, and it's like a sc scooter skateboard. I should show you guys pictures sometime. Yeah. It is the cheapest. I have oh, it in the God. garage, but we use it when we have real heavy things to move around. It's like, oh, I get this on some wheels, you know, and we put it on there. But that was my version of a skateboard, so uh, not, not that impressive. Always oh, so scrappy, Joe. I know. Yeah, so my stuff was a uh, yeah, couldn't afford the best, and no, so I, I I wasn't really a skateboarder at all. Nathan, were you? Are you no, gonna do that uh, stuff? You look no, like one. No, but. I. There was a point in time where I, I thought about it, but I was just like, uh, it, there's, I don't know. It was just something. I think I was uh, too afraid to do it because I'm like, all right, I'll I'll get hurt in like Me ten too. minutes probably. <laughs> Uh, one thing, I, one thing I did want to ask Florian. I, I just want to know more about, like, outside of Master Universe, other things that you like. Like, I know we talked very briefly about the horror genre. What are what are some of your favorite films 
or just uh, maybe favorite movies in general? Or is, and also, is there anything that you're constantly going to them? And it's like, hey, let's. Uh, I'd really like to do a poster for this sometime soon. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, yeah. kind of thing. I th- I think one of my favorite horror movies is the uh, Carpenter trilogy. Uh, Prince of Darkness, Moth of Madness, and The Thing. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of my favorite trilogies. Okay. Horror movies. Uh, another favorite is uh, American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. I freaking love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's a so great movie. Cool. You know? Um, I mean, I, I like a lot of stuff, you know, older stuff, like 70s, 80s, uh, like when it comes to toys and movies and music. Um, I've always been more inspired by the older stuff than you know the modern stuff so yeah stuff you know and i think it i hope it shows in my art too um yeah and in terms of movies um yeah in terms of horror movies that's probably the big ones i would say um apart from that i mean i love um everything in terms of animation you know movies like akira mm-hmm. um or sci-fi like the classics you know yeah. blade runner stuff like that yeah. you know like an alien you know like it doesn't get old yeah which uh you did uh, one of the posters there i saw your xenomorph poster that you had oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that was that was i mean yeah and the thing your yeah. thing drawing was pretty badass oh, i haven't done a thing yet i haven't done a thing yet i thought you so, did the swamp thing right swamp thing i did the swamp thing the yeah swamp thing you did yeah yeah um but yeah, I mean, Alien was a big one, um, especially when someone sent me a photo of Sigourney Weaver in front of the poster. I was like, what? Oh, you know? wow. Yeah, I think that was for Alien Day a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, my poster was in the background. I was nerding out big time over that. Wow. Um, Has any of your art been used uh, for, you know how with uh, Blu-rays, they'll have like a special slip cover or a reversible slip cover. Have, has any of your art been used on any of that no. yet at all? Yeah, no, I've, I've been hit up a few times, but you know, for whatever reason, it never really worked out, but not really so far, Okay. you know, but I've also never really pursued it consciously, you know, you should try and bring some good art back to a lot of horror movies that are lacking nowadays with just generic, bland nothing. I mean, for example, I seen that you said you never drew Michael Myers before, and I seen you did that, you know, a while back on Instagram. I was like, that looked pretty, pretty freaking cool. So, see, so you could have your style and do it for that amazing movie that Nathan loves, <laughs> Halloween Kills. It's like, hey, you have a bonus. I, I mean, I would love to, but you know, there's there's a few movies that have been done so many times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really hard to find a fresh take, yeah. you know, at least an interesting take. Um, and Halloween, I mean, that's another favorite of mine. I, I guess John Carpenter is a, you know, theme for me here. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't get any more perfect than the first Halloween, but that movie's been done so many times. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Especially with the the populate because you know uh, those Mondo posters when they started coming out sort of laid the groundwork for a mm-hmm. lot of I'm not gonna say like copycat stuff but you know like, it's just here's more artists putting out as you said their interpretation of a certain movie poster and it you go on Etsy and just look up anything and you'll see people have have their own take on you look up Halloween poster there's gonna be 15 different 
types of posters and different art yeah, yeah, yeah. each one so yeah it, it's at this point it's starting to get a little tougher i suppose to find that movie that you kind of connect to and get excited about doing the work for right right well the, the 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 other thing that a lot of people don't know like when you when i sometimes read comments like oh why didn't they put this character on a poster well for the simple reason like let's say you want to do an alien poster the chances of being allowed to draw a Sigourney Weaver are like zero. Yeah. You know, because Sigourney Weaver has better things to do than approve posters. Yeah. He was like, I don't care. No, can't use. So that's why. And sometimes you will see posters with her on there, but I guarantee you they're not licensed. They're not really official. Yeah. You know, um, so that also makes coming up with a cool idea for a poster really hard because quite often like hey yeah you can you can i remember years ago i was asked to do a rosemary baby rosemary's baby poster i was like oh heck yeah that's a fantastic movie movie." they're like yeah but you can't draw mia farrow i was like great (laughs) (laughs) what am i supposed to do here (laughs) exactly and i was like okay i'm I'm gonna draw her from behind she's looking in the crib with all the people surrounding Uh. her the whole hail satan scene you didn't see anything of her face and the studio got back like yeah her hair looks too much like mia farrow i was was gonna say so it's like even even if it's it it's implied that it's that person that they could still be like that's still the likeness or whatever that's still the likeness so you know and it would have looked i think it would have looked really cool but because the studio like yeah you can make her hair look like like it did in a movie. And, you know, yeah, you kind of reach a creative dead end sometimes. Right. Those posters, you know. And it's, uh, yeah. All right. People, well, people, don't, people don't know that when they see the poster. Ah, oh, poster's cool, but I wish it had Harrison Ford in there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well. But yeah, you're not allowed to do it. Like, you want to do it, but you're not allowed to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, for instance, like, years and years ago, uh, I did a poster, an official poster for uh, Cowboys and Aliens for John Favreau's movie. Mm-hmm. Like at the time, he actually, you know, hit up mom. They're like, "Hey, you guys want to do an official limited run?" Right? I was still living in Germany, and he's like, "Yeah, we can't really give you too many images. You know, it's all top secret." And I was like, "Well, honestly, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> can you just give me a call?" And to John Favreau's credit, he gave me a call. He's like, hey, man. I'm like, whoa, wild. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, uh, yeah, I got this sketch. Uh, you know, like, here's the monster. You don't see it, you know, because you, I wasn't allowed to show it. Um, and, you know, there's going to be Harrison Ford, like, this big on the post, like, this big, like, really small. And uh, was the actress, Olivia Wilde. He's like, oh, yeah, it looks great. Cool. And everything's done, sent over for approval. And there's like, yeah, Harrison Ford got back. He doesn't like his lip. I'm like, <laughs> oh god, you know. That sounds about right. And I love Harrison Ford. It's it's obviously soul shattering when you get feedback like that. I'm like, Aww. well, he's only gonna be three inches tall on the poster. Like, well, can you redraw it? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I drew. I think I redrew it four times, and with huge stars like that, they will respond to it like once maybe twice and then after that they're like yeah i don't care you know so 
you know, um, I guess the point I'm trying to make is when when you have a chance to include someone iconic as that, that you know, it's also really hard. Mm. Because yeah, it's Harrison Ford. He's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Draw me that way I want to be drawn, or f off, you know. <laughs> so I had to take him off because otherwise the poster would never have gotten released. Wow. Like, All right, bummer. That's, that's... Uh, it is what it is, you know. All because of his uh, lip. Yeah, just because. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, was I, I, what was wrong? Like, what? I mean, what were you told specifically? What was wrong with the lip? Oh no, 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 no! It's just like, he, and don't get me wrong. He's Harrison Ford. He yeah. can tell me f off all day long <laughs> because the guy's a legend. You know, he's like, yeah, I don't like it. Figure it out. So. <laughs> Offense taken, you know. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He didn't like. I worked from from a photo that I was, um, you know, I was given, you know, like a like a shot, and uh, it's been so long. Maybe I I didn't draw it as good as I could, but I'm pretty sure I did my best. Who knows? Um, and sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah. Simple as that, you know. Yeah. But yeah, like I I guess what I was trying to say is. You know, like coming back to the movie poster thing, like people don't see the behind the scenes, how hard it is now or has always been um, to make a poster the way the fans would want it. Yeah, because you're you're not going to be allowed to do it. You know, I mean, I've 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 dealt with companies. Hey, you can do a movie poster for this movie. Yeah, but you can't put the director's name on there. I'm like, what? What's the point of that? Or no credit block, you know, like starring, blah, blah, blah. Mm. That's so it's, weird. That's so weird. Well, yeah. I mean, when when Mondo started out, they were the first ones, you know. And now you have so many people doing what Mondo does. They, you know, do the Mondo formula. And the market has become so big and saturated that studios are like, ah, hold on. You can do it, but you can only put this on there. And, and it's wow. so weird that they have have it set up like that with you guys releasing posters on the website, but yet they still have that mentality of the floating head Photoshop poster that's actually at the theater the vast majority of the time, which is annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, or the awful human pyramid where every character has to be included on a poster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. Every time. It's, yeah, it's weird that they do it like that, but then when it comes to you guys, there's so many hurdles of you can't do this, you can't do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, I mean, sometimes you you also it, it it's it's uh, yeah. I to this day I don't fully understand how it works sometimes because sometimes you might have one person in a film studio's department who you know gets everything. Uh, to to check and they don't understand it or they don't care like yeah no that looks horrible no denied and then there's other times we we do a pitch and like oh this is never going to get approved gets approved like what's going on here yeah it's it's so it's that tough to gauge most of the time oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and you know that's nuts I mean or even working like some bands, like I mean, I'm not, you know. Yeah, you don't have to specify. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's been there's been clients that are like, 
yeah, um, that looks cool. And then right before you send it to the press, they want everything changed. You're like, what? Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty wild. I, it reminds me, just you talking about that, I don't know if anybody here watched the Hulu show Pam and Tommy. But uh, oh, no, it, I never watched it. So it's it's basically just Nick like Red- a it's got Seth Rogen in it, and it's just about how that that tape got out to the public. But one of the things is um, Tommy Lee being Tommy Lee and being just really weird. He's having stuff built inside of his new house, and Seth Rogen's character is one of the guys working on it. So in the bedroom, everything's set up a certain way. And one day he's like, yeah, man, everything looks great. And then the next day he comes in and he just wants everything changed. And Seth Rogen's trying to explain to him, like, he's like, well, if we do this, this is going to take up X amount of time. It's going to cost you this much. I don't care. Just get it done. So I, you saying that yeah. just yeah. very similar. That's got to be you, you guys want to hear you guys want to hear an, uh, an embarrassing story since you're bringing up. Uh, Absolutely. We love embarrassing stuff. Sebastian yeah. Stan, is that his name? Yes. Yeah. So years ago, I was invited to a birthday party, a friend of mine in L.A., you know, um, he had a party at a really fancy hotel. I forgot what it's called. I don't know. Anyway, there's like apparently a lot of like Hollywood people hang out there. Right. I'm like, all right. OK, I'm going to go there. Um, I'm about to leave the birthday party. And in the in the hallway from the bar to the exit, I see Sebastian Stan walking across, you know, coming towards me. And I'm like, oh, that's the fucking guy. But I don't remember his name. <laughs> when is... I'm sorry, it's so embarrassing. I go, hey, when is soldier? And I could tell oh. him, like, and he just goes, oh, this fucking guy. It kind of just goes like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I looked at the floor. I was like, oh, you idiot. Yeah. You're like, hey, I, man. And I was like, hey, guy. And I was honestly just trying to, like, you know, like, like, like what you're doing. But he was like, oh, you don't even know my name. Get out of here. <laughs> I can understand that. that that's an awkward German in me that, you know, uh, I'll always have. And I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, I could tell I definitely screwed up his night. He was like, oh. <sighs> Yeah, you tried. Yeah, had a, yeah. a valiant effort. Well, there's some comments and questions that'll be for you here in the chat, Florian. Uh, first, Simple Tricks and Nonsense said that would probably love to see your take on Chud or Critters too. Said would be awesome. So all right, all right. That'd Gotta be- keep this keep this stuff in mind, especially if there's gonna be future projects. If we ever do get some critters from Mondo, I still think they'd be awesome. You know what's weird is what he said is what I said before. Mid, you know, mini ones, ones that can build together to make a big yep, one, a mega ball. one. Yeah. I remember trying to do something with magnetic balls one time, uh, Rebecca, where I was trying to do that. So eh, it didn't work how I wanted, but I did try something. Um, let's see. Hey, Joe, uh, here's a question for you real quick. Do you prefer Critters 1 or 2? Because Critters 2 is my favorite. Admittedly, I haven't watched Critters 2. Yeah, really well, I'm just going to say, it's been a while since I've seen I them. I, I loved all of them, just not the recent one that came out a couple years ago. That was an no, abomination. I didn't watch that but, uh, one. I'd have to watch them again. I just know I loved watching Critters in general. I mean, the movie was freaking. The thought of those little suckers, especially if they roll over you and then you're left in bones. It's like, that'd be some crazy stuff. I'm going to have to watch them again. But I'll watch them and I'll let you know. And I won't say part two just because you said it. I'll If I uh-huh. like one bit. <laughs> shut up, Nathan. All right. Um, Sobek says, uh, 
any influences from literature? He said, I sense some cyberpunk in your work. Any interest in William Gibson or J.G. Okay. Ballard? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I read Neuromancer and, um, and... That's what he said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, love that stuff. Uh, I remember... Um, oh, shoot. What was it called? Um, Shadowrun? Yes. I think that was like a early 90s, late 80s. Yeah, they turned yeah. into a video game too, didn't they? I yeah, think, they, they did. Yeah, I, just, I believe I just, I remember the books. I remember reading the books as a kid. Um, and I I used to paint uh, Warhammer 40K miniatures, too, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, influences all over the place. Um, a lot of comic book stuff, mainly, I would say. Um, well, what, is, uh, uh, what are some of your favorite comics? Um, the Sandman. Okay. It's probably... One of my favorites, uh, Hellblazer, the original. I can kind of see that, like in your work, in the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can the see that. Influence. Yeah. But I would say Sandman is a really big one. Had a huge uh, impact on me. Um, in terms of story, well, The Watchmen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed Kingdom Come by Alex Ross. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, nice. Um, what else? Hellboy, especially I, I, especially the first, the first uh, issues where Mignola style was less abstract. I, I love, I love his style now, but I also love his very detailed art in, let's say, Seat of Destruction. Okay, so it's very different to what he does nowadays, right? Nowadays, he's you know he's cut off all the fat and it's. You know, yeah. Um, but I love early Mignola. Um, in terms of comic book artists, um, Adam Hughes, always always been a big fan of his. Um, or Trevor Charest. I don't know if he does art anymore. He used to do a lot of art for Wildcats back in those. Oh, he did Wildcats. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, he did a lot of art in like the '90s for like Image Comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have a bunch of Wildcats comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did did you on. read a lot of uh, heavy metal? Because your a... art like lends itself so well to that. Um, I, I, I mean, a little bit here and there. I think I mainly got to read it uh, when uh, my parents and I would visit my aunt and my older cousin my cousin was, is 10 years older than me so i remember when i was a little kid i would go always go to his room he had all these heavy metal records and i think that was when i first saw hardboiled as a kid i was like what am i looking up you know <laughs> like completely mind blown um probably way too young to see any of that but <laughs> You know, it had such an impact on me. Um, but coming back to a question, I don't think I read Heavy Metal magazine a lot when I was a kid. Um, even though I did read quite a few of the European comic books like Mobius, you know. Um, but I, th- I think when in when I was like in my in my teens and 20s, I look more towards American comic books, probably because it was different from what was all around me yeah. as a kid, you know? Um, 
But yeah, but coming back to my favorite comic books, I would say The Sandman, Hellboy, um, Hellblazer. Yeah, that's probably the big ones, I would say. Okay. All right, now this question is a... Well, it's definitely a hypothetical because I don't, I don't know if this is something that could ever happen. But Oliver Belmont did say if Mondo was to ever release a Masters of the Universe two-packs of figures, what are some two-packs that you'd probably want to see some of your favorites? If that's something that ever happened. A two-pack. Are we, are we saying like it would be in six scale? Two pack no, he's, or like... he's, no, he's talking about Mondo doing the, oh, okay. the big boys oh, like okay. that. Right, so right. it's just okay. it's a hypothetical. Like if you well, envision something cool as a two pack. I I always, well, I always liked the Palace Guards as a two pack. Mm. Um, and the Troopers, the Horde Troopers. Excuse me. Um, in terms of two, go on. I didn't even think of that. I'm sorry. Just now that you said that, I was like, oh, my God, that almost could be kind of yeah, way of Horror doing Trooper the Horror Trooper 2-pack would make yeah. the most sense. That actually did. Like, hmm, so, so it's, yeah. I wasn't discrediting, like, Oliver, what you were asking, but that really would actually work. Or Palace Guards, you know. To yeah, next Palace time. Guards. Snake Warriors, if they had any of the Snake Warriors, you know, because yeah. sometimes they have those generic ones like they did for classics. But I guess for that aspect, that really could but work. In, in terms of two very different characters, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Because um, as a kid, I never had a two-pack from Motu, you know? I don't I don't think I ever saw those um, when it came out. You know the... Oh, there's some crazy packs that yeah were released and uh, worth yeah. a lot of money, especially the three packs of Heroic Warriors, Evil Warriors, and there's a couple different versions, and I've seen some of those go for $25,000. Oh, really? The, yeah, really. If they're still in good condition in those boxes, you uh, don't see uh, them too uh, much. I had some... Yeah, I, it's weird. I remember going to a place here in LA called um, Frank and Sons, and they had the what's it called nowadays? The Wonder Bread He Man. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had one. Yeah, I yeah, I think for six grand. Oh wow! So it was the original one, like the yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, Way too much money. And I believe they also had the Top Toys um, Stinkor. The yeah, paint the- master with the actual um, stencils for the paint application. Oh, okay, yeah, top wow. toys definitely. Yeah, how much? Five grand? Did you say? I think so, or maybe even more. I don't know. Yeah. Top nope. toys does have some very expensive items. Some they have some really cool stuff, but uh, yeah, that's that's the pricey things. But all right, um, simple tricks had a question. What is a dream project you'd like to work on? Have you ever done design work for movies or shows? But well, I think. Did, did you already answer that part about movies or shows, or was that about covers for DVDs? But I guess there, that's that's one of the questions. What's a dream project you'd like to work on, and have you ever done design work for movies or shows? Mm, I have done some work uh, for the TV show Colony a few years ago. I never watched that, but I remember it, but I never watched it. Okay. I, I watched a, uh, a few episodes. Uh, it was pretty good. Okay. Um, and they asked me to do to design uh, some uh, posters uh, to be included in the show, which was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Um, in terms of stuff that I'd love to work on, I mean, anything like in the Marvel Universe, those movies, is probably a lot of fun, you know? Bing. Uh, oh. Oh, you're good. You guys, give me one minute. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Yeah. One minute. <laughs> when I hear the bing, Dude, I was thinking right. of Ned Ryerson. Bing. <laughs> you know, it's just like, that's what I was thinking of right there. 
See, look how professional we've kept this so far. You know, Mondo, they're still watching. They're I, like, I'm, I'm, are... I'm proud of you, Joe. Thank you. Thank I think you. I think everyone else, including Florian, has dropped a few uh, curse words. But, Joe, you've kept it clean. I'm surprised. Yeah, I told you I'm, I'm an honestly good guy. When I do it, it's, it's all out of context. <laughs> I'm surprised That's there wasn't even just a slip up on your part, Joe, Where because, I, you know, sometimes you say your mind's going thousand miles an hour or whatever i figured it would just it would slip i keep it nice and professional like i said that's that's what i am i don't i don't say bad things if uh -huh. it happens it's just out of excitement and next but week I'm it'll just, be twice as much just because joe was like i was a good boy last week i deserve a reward up. yeah all right i guess we'll hit one more question before we get to you plugging everything and anything you want for me but uh k buki says what vehicle would you like Mondo to tackle? So if you were to do a possible vehicle, what would you love to see Mondo do? And there's a lot of great ones. And, I, man, talk about big. I mean, we've got a monster battle cat, a vehicle. Woo, that would be something. I mean, Wind Raider would be amazing, but with the scale, yeah. <laughs> besides of a skateboard. Um, an odd one I would like to see is um, Hordex Mantis. Mantisaur, Mantisaur would be great. Uh, yeah. That would be great. I mean, heck you know, that'd be that'd be kind of cool because you know you gotta you, do it. We uh, haven't. Uh, yeah, you know, we never got a classics one. We haven't got an origins one. We only had the vintage one. And since we're getting Battle Cat and we're getting Panther, Hordak needs his steed. So yeah, please, Now's that's a great one. Now's do it, please. You guys are making it so wicked, Mondo. Believe me, the fans <laughs> will go bananas. My favorite Motu vehicle probably is the Roton. You know, yeah, Roton's always really cool. I love that thing as a kid. So. That'd be cool with the Skelcons. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that would be a two-pack I would love oh. to see. See? I guess that would make sense if you guys are going to do some deluxe stuff like that. What the heck? Yeah. If it's going to be pricey, let's up the price even more. <laughs> put a <laughs> creature or put a person or something with it. Like, because Ryan had in the chat here earlier, the only reason I didn't say it is because I was like, there's no way it'll ever happen. But I will. Ryan said, what do you think about Mondo ever doing a Castle Grayskull? I'm like, oh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I mean, I know that Raul built one. Um, oh, yeah. He built one. Oh yeah, that thing is. I don't How know. Man, that would that would have to be that would have to be what three, four feet tall. It is gigantic. He it, it's on his Instagram. I think him and his sister built it. I have to see it. it. I missed. It. I saw. It's pretty fucking badass. Yeah, it's about the size of the statue behind you, Rebecca. The one in the middle. Oh, the dwarf. So, so it'll only yeah. probably be about $6,000 if we want that, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's it's massive. But check it out. It's on his Instagram. It's so wild. I'm going to do that. I don't know how I missed it. I didn't miss it. But, uh, well, Florian, before we wrap it up, plug anything coming from Mondo, what you're doing, your pages, your websites, anything, just plug it away. Um, well, I'm going to be putting some of my uh, new upcoming uh, Masters Revelations posters uh, up on my store soon you know i have a few in my store um with bay merch where i have my, my t-shirts yep. um you can find all that stuff on my uh instagram page um i got uh, i think i have a few of my revelations poster um where is it this one here this is the original art yep. kind of homage to that vintage image uh, totally yeah. totally yeah. um so, well, what, what is the exact where can they find you though on Instagram and your I mean we'll put links below but yeah, those are audio in case they're wondering what, uh, what are your Instagram just look up Florian Bergmer written as one 
Okay. Um, our website is florianbertmer.com. Okay. Um, the my my uh, the uh, my merch and some of my posters are on a company called um, Bay Merch. They're from Oakland, California. Um, like now, I like when I get artist copies, I send them over to those guys, so they did take care of the shipping because, quite frankly, it takes up too much of my time. Uh, you know, they they're really fast. Um, they do fantastic work. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out for all the cool stuff that's going to drop at um, San Diego Comic Con. Okay. Uh, keep an eye out for the new posters. That's it on my end for now. Any of those? Um, you've been doing a lot of those like Jurassic Park dinosaur art cards and things. Yeah, like those that were too, unmatched uh, board game. Um, and I did those cards a year, two years ago, almost like in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. That was pretty wild. Okay. Um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, go go check out my web store. Uh, go check out my Instagram. You know. Always posting new stuff on there. Anything on Twitter? Do you have Twitter also? Or? I do have a Twitter, uh, also FlorianBergman.com um, on Twitter. Uh, i got to post more on Twitter, to be quite honest with you. Um, yeah, it's always good with all the platforms, Facebook, Twitter, know, Instagram. And, like, on Facebook, I mean, is it, like, a business page or just your normal page? Or do you have uh, things on it's Facebook? It's a normal too? page, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like an art page, you know. There's so many platforms nowadays, I'm having yeah. a hard time. Yeah. All right. yeah. So mainly the most up to date one is probably Instagram, then Twitter, and then Facebook. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Florian, it's been great having you on. I cannot wait to see what you guys have planned for San Diego Comic Con. You know, and like I said, I know sometimes you're dropping hints, but there's things you can't say, and I completely understand, but we it'll can't be, wait. It'll be Stratos and Joe's head will be like in the movie Scanners. It'll just blow yeah, up. Exactly. And then the following well, episode. I want a Stratos, Mondo, if you're listening. Thumbs up to that. Mondo, don't listen to these three right here. Listen to me. Nobody wants Nobody wants them. Joe will be just... the only one that didn't buy it. <laughs> exactly. And then oh, I'll yeah. buy one for him, so that'll make up two sales. Well, Joe hasn't, Joe hasn't bought the other ones anyway. The two that he got, someone sent it to him out of goodwill. <laughs> Could you picture it? They had like a limit. They were like, if we could just sell one more Stratos, it'd be a new record. That would be like and a, it, yeah, it'd be like, all right, Joe, come on, you got to do it. He's like, nope, not going to do it. No, hey, as long as they give him a weapon, give him some cool like upgrades, then yes, I'd be for, I'd be for Stratos. But <laughs> otherwise, yeah, you guys can keep them. But um, <laughs> again, Flory, thanks for popping up. And for anybody that is new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live. And until next time. Have a powerful day. I, I don't have a movie quote since Tyler's yeah, no not here. Quote. Yeah, no movie quote. Pretty good. See, see that, unless, unless Florian's got a movie quote for us. You got a movie uh, quote? Nope. All right. Nope. There you go. All right. <laughs> see you <laughs> next week. <laughs>